Good morning. Marcus, would you open us in prayer? Each mother, each father, each child. Father, I pray that your spirit would come among our hearts. And that you would sow the seed, Father, in our hearts. And that we would have our hearts open and ready to receive the seed that you want to give us. And Father, I pray that you would just continue to stir among us. I pray for your blessing upon Brother Joseph, Father. Would you give him full utterance of what you, he, you have laid on his heart to share? And I pray that you would watch over each one of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> so this morning, I'm going to share a bit of the series of messages that Brother Dale Heisey preached at um, Leadership. So my title this morning is Communication. The words we say with the spirit we say them with can either heal or kill. Amen. Turn, open your Bibles to James chapter 3. Verse 2. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. If any man offend not in word, that's communication. If we don't offend in our communication, that means we can um, communicate our ideas to our audience perfectly. With the way we say the words, with, with the words themselves... And, and if they're all covered in love. But we as humans, that's often not the case. So I'm going to read verses 3 to 12. Behold, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and our journey of fierce winds. Yet are they turned about with this very small helm, with us ever the governor listeth. Even so the tongue is a little member, and boasts great things. Behold how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea is tamed, and hath been tamed to mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison." Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and curse we men which are made out of similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. Amen. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth the fountain send forth to the same place sweet water and bitter? Can a fig from your brethren bear olive berries, either vine figs? So can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. So here it says that out of the same mouth, Often, blessing and cursing come out of the same place. Right. Death and life are in the power of our tongue. If we act out of frustration or anger, 
we're actually communicating on the level of an animal, out of impulse. But, verse 13, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you, let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. It takes wisdom to communicate with control, with But if there be bitter envies and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace, so that make peace. That's the wisdom that we need to communicate through. If we do not, we can do tremendous damage. <clears throat> Let's turn to Ephesians 4.29. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Ask, your, ask this question to yourself. How do people feel after I've talked to them? Do they feel belittled by your superior knowledge? Or do they feel that their participation in the conversation is valued? If you make someone feel belittled or unimportant, Maybe by the way you said it. You might have said the right words, but maybe the way you said it. That's right. Just does this to our communication. You've excommunicated him. This often creates a lonely person because he feels that what he has to say has of little importance. What he cares about, it doesn't matter. So, Healthy communication seeks to un sincerely understand what the person is saying. He makes the other person feel like, this is really important. What do you think about this? God is a very good example of this. Let's turn to John 1, verse 1 and 2. John chapter 1, verse 1. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same in the beginning with God. So that word is the word logos. It means the living word. So he sent his son to earth to identify with us and to show that his love is great. And he could not have communicated that to us if he had not sent his son to show us what it means. It would have just been a word that, well, just believe it, I guess. But he sent his son to show us an example. He communicated. 1 Peter 4, 10 to 11. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So God communicated his love to us in a very real way, on a level that we can understand it. Let's communicate that love to others. And I want to end with the first comment that I made. The words we say, with the spirit we say them with, can either heal or kill. How do people feel after we have done talk to them? Amen.